Hey, it's Kyle Meredith, host of the Kyle Meredith with podcast, presented by WFPK at WFPK.org and the Consequence Podcast Network. It's a series that puts the spotlight on iconic musicians and actors, inviting them to drop by and talk about their latest projects, whether it's albums, TV shows, films, or beyond. I'm going to say something I don't want to say. Here it goes. Without Spinal Tap, there is no Tenacious D. Whoa. <laughs> Man. We get great stories and the biggest scoops from people like Garbage's Shirley Manson, the 1975's Maddie Healy, Jack Black and Kyle Gass of Tenacious D, Maya Hawk, Kiefer Sutherland, and everyone in between. New episodes arrive every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, so it's a great way to keep up with your favorite artists and discover some new ones. You can find Kyle Meredith with on the Consequence Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts. Consequence Podcast Network. What's happening? This is Duddy from the Rome and Duddy Podcast. If you are out there and you've got something to say, sign up for Anchor. Start your podcast today. It is so easy. All you got to do is hit record, start recording, and upload whatever it is you want to talk about. There is people out there that want to hear what you got to say. So today is the day. Sign up for Anchor now. Start your podcast. Start talking. Start recording. Upload that thing. It is so much fun and it is so easy. And I promise you, once you get going, you're going to love it. So sign up for Anchor today. Peace. What is happening? What's going on, y'all? We're back. Another episode of the Rome and Duddy Show. Are we going to get it right? Is it episode 18? I have no idea. We never know. We just like to say it. It's an episode, and it's, it's an a episode. new one. Yep, and we have winners to announce, and um, just overall good things to talk about in life. Yeah, it's going to be a fun episode. It's going to be an easy, quick one, but we wanted to, yes, one, announce the winner. We wanted to answer a bunch of Q&A questions from you guys and just fill you in a little bit about what's going on with the Roman Duddy situation right now. What about you, Rome? What do you got going on? Anything? Oh, man, always a bunch of stuff. Um, no. <laughs> right on. Um, you know, just working on a bunch of music. I'm um, going back and forth with the contractor for my new recording studio build, you know, trying to get like the prices of like everything is skyrocketing right now. Beef is up like 8%. Wood is up like 3000% or crazy. something. It's like insane. Um, homes are up like crazy, you know, like everything is very expensive as we're, nearing double digit inflation. So yeah, trying to like build a recording studio in my house has just been not wild. Awesome. You know what I mean? So yeah, you're doing home stuff. You know what's going on. Yeah. I, we actually are are done. Good for you. Good for you. Yeah. We, we, we redid the entire spot. We gutted the whole place when we got it and we like last week finished the last project. Good man. Yeah, that's got to feel good. That's got to feel good. It's weird. Yeah, but now I'm like, but we're going to go back over stuff now. Like, we're going to go like repaint, you know, rooms and things because, you know, it's been years that we've been working on this. So, but yeah, yeah, all the big stuff, we're done. We did it. It's exciting. It's amazing. But man, you were, you were talking about inflation though. And this, I, I had an eye opening experience the other day uh, to just really hit home of how bad it has gotten little Mexican spot down the street. I've been ordering food from there for years. It's delicious. I still will order the food from there, but 
I went on and I wasn't really paying attention. And I was like ordering, putting order in. I was looking and all of a sudden I looked over. I'm like, wait, what? The same carne asada nachos that I've always been getting. And I don't know how much they really were before. I don't even know, but I know they were in 1850. Carne asada nachos. Oh my God. What did that wag you? The fuck is that? Carne asada nachos. They were Shit. 1850. I Come was like, on, wait, dog. You're feeding that cow wine. Come on Holy now. Holy crap. Is insane. So I got the 1850 carne asada nachos. I still got them, but I was blown away. Wow. That's the world we're living in. Yeah, dude, the inflation is like no joke right now. At my favorite Mexican food restaurant, I usually get these, uh, this fajita plate and it's a steak fajita plate. And usually it's, uh, it's $30. It's like $29. You're talking Suprica? Suprica. Yeah. Okay. So that's like a nice spot. Nice spot, bro. I went there usually $29.95 for the fajita entree plate. It is now $42. Yeah, man. And it was one of those things where like, I've been going there for so long that like, you know, I, I kind of like whatever the price was initially, you know, the 29.95, like I, my my body was just used to seeing that number every time I ordered it. So I was just like, cool, I'll get this, I'll get this, I'll get this. And then this time when I ordered it and I looked at it, I was like, wait a minute, there's a four, a four and a zero. That don't look right. I'm like, are you sure it's it's it's? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, we we raise the prices a little bit. And I'm like, oh man, I knew it. Damn. But you know, so that's kind of crazy. So uh, yeah, like I I I uh, you know home cook everything, man. That's that's. I mean, that's what we do anyway. You know, we're not really yeah. big eat, eating out people anyway. But you know, at least in times like this, man, it's just like, dude, I'm just trying to you know, not go crazy out there, you know? It's wild. I don't even, I don't even want to build my studio right now. I'm just going to stay in here in this little closet. <laughs> it's literally a closet. It's like, it's Bro, crazy. I'm in this, this little jungle zone. Look, your shit looks awesome, dude. Yeah. I got to put like if, a plaque or something back there or something. If you saw what's on the other side though, you would not think it's awesome. <laughs> if you saw what's on the other side of this, you'd be like, okay, you need to get out of this room, right? <laughs> Um, yeah, right, I, I'm thinking about getting a big picture of Scarface back there, dude. That's original where he's like holding the guns, you know, and it says like, uh, uh the world is yours. <laughs> Why would you get that? Just, you know, to give people good vibes when they're watching the podcast. Nice. I love that. I, like every like college kid had that like in their <laughs> room over their bed. Like, yeah, I'm a gangster. Yeah. You know, like what's your big plan, man? Like, yeah. <laughs> Like every in that show, uh, in in this show, Euphoria, that like Taylor watches it. There's this one scene where like the like jock of the high school, you know, he's like got all this shit together, and he like runs into like the high school weed drug dealer dude, and he's like, "Hey, you're the fucking drug dealer guy, right?" And he's like, "What do you want?" He's like, "What's what's your like plan?" You know, like is it like you know Scarface, tigers and shit? Like you just going to make it or he's like are you just going to live in this small town and just you know sell pills and he's just like dude fuck off man I don't got to yeah. answer you <laughs> you know what I mean but crazy world that is so funny but I swear man every like small time pot dealer that I knew back in the day that you'd go to their house and pick up like an eighth you know like they 
they're, they're buying like, uh, I just got an ounce, you know, you can come over and pick up your eighth and you go to their house and they got the Scarface up in their living oh, room. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> they're, they're probably watching it, you know, oh, it's on. It's, it's just on mute background yeah. shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I'm guilty. I had a Scarface poster in my room. Oh, One reason so the cast, you know, yeah. got the gun on the table. I had that. Oh, yeah. I wasn't so even selling good. it like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do this. Let's, Look, not much music news going on for me in Rome right now. Same as last week. Um, we're we're finishing up these albums. Like uh, the writing and the recording is done. We're going through mixes. We're mixing the the songs right now and getting them ready for master. And we're almost done. We're getting really close. Yep. And uh, other than that, we're just gearing up for this awesome summer tour we got. Yep, we got. Oh, we're putting sh- together a Roman Duddy, uh, row show line of shows. Um, look, looking like a couple weeks, maybe sometime in the fall. So be on the lookout for that. Yep. That's going to be real fun. And speaking of the summer tour, big shout out to our boys in Soja. Whoa. Yeah, man. Big shout out to the Soja boys. Grammy winning. One of the, like, you know what? Here's the thing. If it was to go to like anybody in the scene, it's like, think about it this way. How long has Soja like literally been working? Like, this music and working the scene and like, you know, just developing it and not just the coastal cities of America, but like in South South America and shit like that. Like, I don't know, man, those, those guys have worked really hard for a long time and it's cool to see them win, take home something like that. Nope. Good for them. And uh, for those of you who don't know, our boy, Jared Watson actually uh, helped produce one of the songs on that album and is a feature on one of the songs on that album. So, in a way, does that, I don't, I don't, that only works. I don't like know how that works. For, it only works like that for um, record of the year and song of the year. Okay. Yeah. See, I don't know how that works, but at least, Hey, dude, he's a part of that. And that's really that's right? cool. That's so, rad. And since he's a part of that, it's like, I get 50, I'm 50% of the part of it that he's part of it. You are a Grammy winner. <sighs> Thank you. I want to thank. Buddy B is a Grammy winner. First off, I just want to thank my family. You know, <laughs> <laughs> the, the lights all beaming out from behind you. And shit. <laughs> so that's rad. But you know what? I I think that that should actually just open up to anything. And you know, that was like a recent addition that they had to add on songwriters and producers and featured artists to be able to get recognition of of the Grammy award. Yeah, that just sounds like. That's fucking obvious to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you had any bit of contribution to to what made the album as a whole great, yeah, you sh- you should be entitled to you know winning. I well, I, and I don't know. I'm speaking completely out of ignorance. I have no numbers, but I'd like to see the numbers of like the streams per song. I don't know. I'm guessing to say the song that Jared helped produce and and was on probably is one of the higher streaming songs too. Like, yeah, you know. So I, I imagine so. That um, would be one of the things. Yeah, so there you go. But just want to say congrats to them and and congrats to me. Yeah, big, mainly to you. Mainly. Yeah, I worked really hard. Yeah. That's <laughs> a hard worker, man. God. <laughs> oh, man. Um, all right, well, shit, let's do this. Let's announce the winner of this last week's TGAT. For those of you who are listening and don't know what the TGAT is, it is the great American talent show that we host right here on this podcast. Uh, if you want to be a part of the next great American talent show, you can submit your talents to the Rome and Duddy show at gmail.com. And we will make sure 
to throw you up in there. But we had a good one last week. There were some really strong songs. I'm going to pull this up right now just so I have the exact number count going. Um, all right. So we have a winner. Yes, we do. We have Shall a winner. We? Drum roll. All right. Coming in with a total of 542 votes. Get them wet. Yeah. Is yeah, that submitted by Tom Blake? Okay. Get them wet right. is the name of the band. And the song was uh, Animal Ball, if I remember correctly. Great, great um, name. Yeah. Coming in second with an absolutely amazing track, actually, I wanted to say, um, was She Said with... Uh, well, the song I believe was "She Said" by Mellow Dose. Yeah, and they had a total of five hundred or four hundred and three votes. So pretty close with you two. Uh, my my vote went to Mellow Dose, by the way. But um, just so you guys know, you know, you you guys are the ones that run the polls and choose the winners. So that's how you know it's not rigged. You know. Yeah, it is up to you guys. So I just want to say congrats to again to get them wet. You will be could be expecting your Applebee's gift card any day now. Any day. Rome's got it. He's going to send it to you. And uh, yeah, and thank you yeah. again to, to uh, Mellow Dose. Uh, thank you again to Spill the Blood and to Caitlin Miles also for uh, being in the poll. Thank you to everyone else who submitted last week to be a part of the contest. And we're going to have another one next week. So if you want a chance to be a part of that, remember to send in your submissions. And we will get that going. Yep. That is the best way um, to enter the, the, the contest is to uh, send over your submissions to the Roman Duddy show at gmail.com. And uh, we'll get around to it and hopefully throw you on the show. Um, and yes, you guys remember to please try and input your information as far as your socials, where to find you guys. And maybe a little bit about you so we can, you know, kind of tell the world who you are. That's right. And also, if you're listening and uh, you want to know what we're talking about, where this poll is and everything, go over to Facebook. There's a Facebook group, the Roman Duddy Show Facebook group. And that's where we put up the polls of the contest where everyone could vote. And uh, everyone's just hanging out over there talking about the podcast, talking about the band. So it's a lot of fun. Go yep. hang out over there. And the link is also in the show notes. That's right. And we're about to answer a bunch of Q&A questions that come from people hanging out over there in the Facebook group. So let's go. Let's go. Get them wet. Hey, it's the summertime. Drinking Corona in line. There ain't no worry on your mind. Cause it's gonna be fine. You know it's all good. And it's the way that it should be Everybody holler cause I know that you feel me Cause time flies when a pretty girl is by your side Long legs, dark tears, move them hips and thighs Jump a spark to your heart, baby, you lighting my fire Just like the Lizard King said, we couldn't get much higher You know, boom, boom, me I say boom, 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 boom Me I say boom, 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 me I say boom, 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 boom Like it's a rap race Yeah, I'm under control It's like food. 
these two brothers rocking cozy. We keep it dirty like some underground comics. Zaps, Robert Crumb, Hernandez loving rockets. But we, they try to mock it, but yo, they can't stop this gun. Just call me Doc Holiday, cause you know Daisy, son. Boom, boom, me I say boom, boom, bully, bully, boom, boom. Me I say boom, boom, bully, bully, boom, boom. Me I say boom, bully, bully, boom, boom. Me I say boom, Nike 420G. If you went on a doubles pro am golf tour, who would you choose as the pro as your partner? Duddy. Oh, John Daly. <laughs> Dude, I just want to go. I would pick him Bro. too. I have no idea why, other than just it would be a bomb time. It would be so much fun. Are you kidding me? <laughs> you just get fucked up. And I'm not saying we'd win, golf. but we would definitely be having the most fun. <laughs> you would have the greatest game of golf of your life. You, you yeah. might not win, but yeah, that's <laughs> tight. Um, okay. And there's another question, right? Who would you most like to collaborate with other than the fire you create with Duddy B? Dude, my brother. I always talk about me and my brother always talk about wanting to create music together because we have, we create so much other shit together, but we never like create music. And he's like a really great songwriter and like a really great singer and musician. And um, yeah. Yeah. Just, Rome's brother uh, yeah, that you guys probably have seen him running around doing, you know, photos and video, but he also has the voice of an angel, just like his brother Rome over here. It's pretty, oh. pretty crazy. He's got a really good voice and he's, he's just a really good musician. He writes great songs and um, yeah. So one of these days, I mean, we've been talking about starting a project, but you know, I think now, now. I think you can do three, three projects at one time right now and the podcast and have three kids. You can do it. That was like the worst time ever. (laughs) Three kids, three bands, clothing company. (laughs) Oh my God. Let's go. Oh man. All right. Um, thank you, Mikey420B, submitting the question on the Discord. Um, let's get another question. All right. From Dustin Bars. Is there a DH or a Sublime with Rome album that you just love more than the rest? Mine's Blessings. But, you know, it's yeah. probably because you always, you feel like you get better, I feel like. But at the same time, I don't know. Yeah, it, it's weird. It it does change for me sometimes, but honestly, I really, really enjoy our latest one, Supermoon. It's I don't I it's That's a very musical fucking, album and it's yeah. got some just really, really vibey parts in it. And I I I I'm, I dig this the Supermoon album a lot. But you know, I will say there's there's no Dirty Heads album that sticks out that I don't, that I'm like, Oh, I just don't like that album. So that's a yeah. good thing. You know, the, um, and there's definitely ones I like more than others. And, and there is songs on all the albums that, you know, some songs that I'm not super stoked on, but as a whole, I'm pretty, you know, still pretty proud of each album for sure. 
Yeah, I'm I'm not really that stoked on sirens, but it's all good. Yeah. Oh, what? Well, I like yeah. the song sirens. There's some songs oh. on that where I was just like, <laughs> yeah, let's do it back now. I'm like, all right, you know, whatever. You you grow up, you get better. Yeah. But uh that's how it is. Music is weird like that though. It know? really it's like, is. It's a very personal kind of subjective thing. And and kind of like you just said, it's like it changes. You know what I it mean? Changes. Like Sometimes I'll be in a different place and I'll hear a song and be like, this is, I remember this. This, this is a good song. You know, so it, it changes, but gotta be honest with your art. That's for sure. Or you hear a song you haven't heard in a while and you go, Ugh. God, what the hell? Is that? <laughs> <laughs> More of that. Yeah, that's definitely a thing. Um, yeah, man. Let's just keep blowing through questions. Yeah, let's just have some questions. From Terry Hunter. Have you guys ever traveled together outside of touring? Any crazy stories we need to hear about? I mean, for those of you who do know, I just feel like this is a story we should at least, you know, refresh. Uh, when we went to Idlewild oh, yeah. to go and kind of like put together the concept of this, we took an Airbnb. My wife booked the Airbnb on her credit card under her profile. <laughs> Thank God. Big fucking mistake. <laughs> <laughs> and we went to this mountain town and I mean, it was just me, Duddy and my brother, like he was yeah. filming everything. And um, dude, we just like, we just went in the true fashion, the way Duddy and I get down. Yeah. And, I mean, it was like, it was a really, really hard first day. And then the rest of the days, we just kind of kept it mellow and just wrote yeah. some music. <laughs> wow. But, I mean, we, and then like, I, I, yeah, like we even got like shit from the Airbnbs. Like they were like talking shit to it us. It was in our defense, it was like didn't like destroy this place, but no. it was like the house of no walls is what we called it. It was they should have said this. No room in the house had wall like full walls. They uh-huh. were all kind of lofty. They were made. open. Yeah, yeah. Open, no, concept, no doors. everything, no doors. The Even if it had a wall, it wouldn't even go all the way to the ceiling. There'd be like an opening. At the, so what I'm saying is, is, is like, there was zero privacy in this fucking place. We moved it some was stuff just, around, you know? Yeah, so we moved some things around and like, we even like took some furniture and put it out on the uh, patio and blah, blah, blah. And gotta do what you gotta do. Uh, yeah, we moved it, was it back. So, we, yeah, so whatever. They they weren't stoked on some of the stuff, but they saw the garbage. They saw well, the all the bottles was, of alcohol. <laughs> yeah. They had no there was no microwave. There was like no coffee maker. There was it was just like an empty it was like we were like, what the fuck, dude? Dude, it, I mean, <laughs> it was like super look, it was a it nice, was a beautiful cool place. place. Yeah, yeah. But a very, very, very whack accommodations. Yeah. So we were like, fuck it, man. We're just going to just go to the grocery store to stock up on a bunch of booze and frozen pizza and, and be here for, you know, four days and just like write yeah. some songs. And we did. And we didn't take any of the garbage out because, you know, it's like we're the mountains. We're in the middle of mountains. We don't know where to go drop the garbage off. And the Airbnb person was just. She's host. like, oh, they thought we had a party. They're like, they thought we had a rager. You guys obviously had a bunch of people over here and partying with how much booze I see you drank. And we were like, mm, that was just us. It was just us. And then, and then she like responded back. Well, you need to seriously think about your diets because if, if you can eat that much junk food and drink that much alcohol, I mean, she was just like going in on us. She, she went like, hard. 
I'm sorry. Like nothing is broken. We paid yeah. above and beyond and the cleaning. Like what? So why I'm don't sorry. you just like finish the walls? <laughs> why don't you put a door on the master bedroom? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So yeah, that was a good trip. Um, yeah, it was good. Yeah. We actually wrote some really awesome shit out and got a lot of cool stuff out of that. Dude. Uh, what else we got? Um, from Victor Rivera, what is your lowest golf score and where? Also, any hole in ones? Uh, I do not have a hole in one. I'm so frustrated. Uh, I'm so frustrated at not. I, I've been so very, very close so many times. I mean, I I've been probably within two inches. What? Maybe close to ten times. It's getting so frustrating. Uh, there's been times where we even celebrated on the tee box because we thought it went in, but it just was right behind the flag stick. And then you start no! getting closer and you see it and you're like, oh my God, no, it's still there. It's still there. Uh, so no to answer that question. And I've even been with a friend of mine that's not very good and watched him completely top. It was like an 80 yard par three. And there's a bunker right in front of it. And he topped the shit out of it, rolled. It hit the front of the bunker and jumped over the bunker. You guys know where I'm going with and went in the hole. So he has a hole in one. <laughs> You're fucking kidding me? That's I'm not kidding you. And I don't. Wild. But you know uh, one of these days. You got to take um, his hole in one from him. I should. I should just start telling people that story like it's mine. But, Honestly. Um, <laughs> my lowest score is a 79. And, uh, it was at this course, metal arc. It's kind of like a local course. It's not too far from my house. I've played it a bunch of times, but, uh, yeah, I shot a 79 one time I've shot 80 a few times, but I usually, and I'm usually like in the low eighties is kind of where I end up. That's kind of like my average score, but I want to get that into the, into the high seventies. I'm trying to drop it down into there. So, but I did it once. I have a golf score of, I think nine eighty once mm. that's good yeah so i'm good trying to score. beat that next time yeah well i think i'm trying, you can to, do it. I'm trying to hold on to the same ball too that's see and I this mean. is what'll happen i'll go golf with rome he'll hit a hole in one uh, not me and no, i'll just wrong, lose my shit wrong dude i'll get it on the <laughs> green maybe and that'll be a good day like what that will if never you can be get a it day we're all hitting a hole in one hell no nah. i'm terrible uh Rick Weir asked, what is your favorite stoner movie? I'm going to go ahead and say that my favorite stoner movie, just off the top of my head, would probably have to be American. No, sorry. um, Almost Heroes. It was the last movie that Chris Farley made. He died in the middle of the film. Or maybe towards the end of wrapping it up. So they had to like, it was weird, awkward. You could tell when you're watching the movie where they didn't have any more Chris and how they started to kind of sew it all up. But it's fucking hilarious, man. Like, so the story is basically, you know, Lewis and Clark and their expedition from, you know, one side of America to the Western coast. Yeah. So the, the, the movie plot is that um, it's Matthew Perry, the guy who played Chandler in Friends, and Chris Farley. And they're the two main characters. And they are hired on privately by um, some, you know, European to beat Lewis and Clark to the West Coast. So just imagine That's that. That's it. Yes. Yeah. All that could go down from Chris Farley and Matthew Perry going to the West Coast. 
it happens and it goes down and there's a bald eagle that fucking kidnaps Chris and is fucking radical. Oh, I remember that. His name is Bartholomew Hunt. And it's like so good, dude. And it's like, when you're just stoned, (laughs) everything is a joke in that movie. Every little fucking nuance. It's just hilarious. That's good. I got to go rewatch that one. I feel like I've seen it because I remember that bald eagle part for sure. I got to go go uh, rewatch that. He's got to climb up this tree. Oh, okay. Let's go watch it. it. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Obviously, like Half-Baked is like, Oh, yeah. hilarious there's just so many how high it's another parts. good one yeah but honestly you know what movie just cracks me that up is uh pootie tang have you seen, seen that? that you've I've never, never seen, seen pootie tang no oh, god do me a favor go watch that shit okay and let's i will rewatch this. almost heroes and then we'll be talk about it let's go yeah, okay i'm let's down do i'm it. down Pootie tang. um Got his tank. belt buckle. <laughs> yeah, dude, you got to watch that shit. It's so hilarious. Um, what else we got, Luke? Jennifer <laughs> Elmore. What is a band or artist that your parents listened to when you were a kid that you slept on but listen to now? Oh man, that's um, hard. Um, you know, it's funny because I listened to, to everything my parents listened to. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't really like not like it. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like. But I'm like, I, I, I kind of like lie. I still listen to all that shit. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think like, like it wasn't like my dad was like, you know, listening to some like stuff. And I was like, dude, this is whack. And then I grew up and I'm like, this shit's still whack. Like, you know, it was like yeah. Zeppelin, ACDC, you know, fucking like, yeah, my parents listened to good cool music. shit, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I, can't, I honestly, I can't really think of one off the top of my head. Like my, my mom used to really slap like, the cranberries, I love them. Now as an adult, they're great. You know what I mean? Celine Dion, yeah. maybe weird in my high school, but now as a 30-year-old, I'm like, she's fucking great. When all by myself comes on, come on. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's just great. That is so funny. Yeah, I don't know. Stumped. Got me. What else we got? Uh Jennifer Aldrich's favorite whiskey. Ooh. Favorite whiskey. That's a um, good one. That's, that's a, good a good one. one. Um, you know what? It has a odd name, but uh, you know what's really good uh, is I don't know if it's my favorite. I haven't been drinking whiskey lately, guys. Like for like the last couple of years, like I've kind of not really been drinking much whiskey unless I have a Manhattan, and, and I only get Manhattans if I'm like out at a nice place. And um, Angels Envy, yeah, you ever Angels had that? Envy. Yep. I have a it's bottle really good. There. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. There's only one that I think is better than Angel's Envy, and I can't even think of the name. And, and the reason why I know it is because I had uh, Travis Tritt. He came over and used my studio one time. Yeah. And as like a welcoming gift, I uh, got his favorite bottle of alcohol. I did, went to go did get it happen it. to be Basil Hayden? No, but it's it's some it's. It's that's like, really good too. I like that. It's this one well. that like the moment that it becomes available, everybody already knows and is already at the store and they buy it and resell it online. It's like fucking oh. supreme of whiskey. I forgot what it starts. It starts with the A, um, but they didn't have it because he told me that he's like, dude, that, that sold out the moment that we it came in the doors. Yeah. But the like next best was um, seven angels. Angels envy. A- angels envy. Yes. Yeah. 
it's good. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, and, and, and that's like a really good, not crazy expensive, you know? Um, yeah. it's like that it's affordable, but it's still really good. Yeah. Those two and, and Basil Hayden's good. These are just ones I've been, I've had recently in with, uh, Manhattans and I really, really like them. Yeah. I'm with daddy. I'm, uh, I haven't been drinking too much whiskey the last couple of years, but it's so yeah. funny too. Cause I, I was a big whiskey guy for a long time and I still like it. I just, I haven't lately, I haven't been in like, Oh, let's drink whiskey, you know, tonight yeah. mood. And, uh, well, you know, yeah, <laughs> but, uh, I, First so different. I used to like buy whiskeys or I used to, obviously people would just get me them as gifts because they didn't know what else to get me. So they would just bring me nice whiskeys and stuff. So I have like this little bar area and I have this cupboard and it's just filled with all these awesome whiskeys and I never touch it. It's so funny. Delicious. Maybe I'll just, just start hitting it hard again. What do you just think? Be, dude, just start drinking a just bottle start every, just, night. God, babe, every night. I gotta empty this cupboard. Every night and see what kind of like dad oh, you're going to be man. and just like live it, dude. Be that guy. Buy some wife beaters. God, this is the worst advice ever. Yeah. Somebody, dude. <laughs> you know, I, I think I'm going to really, I'm going to really start hitting the whiskey hard. I, I think you that's know? a great idea. I, I think it's good. I think you have Thanks. a family. Yeah. Do it, bro. Yeah. I fully support that. <laughs> <laughs> Become an alcoholic. Oh my God. Just for a bit. Oh, Okay, See what this happens? is a good one. Um, um, Justin Moore asks, when you're on stage and the lyric or verse gets you in the feels, how do you continue without dwelling on that emotion? Has that ever happened to you? Has you ever caught a line and it made you? Um, I've definitely caught like emotions because a lot of the songs, you know, the more personable songs, like you're writing about an actual moment yeah. in your life or an actual memory or just something that made you feel that way when you were writing it. So yeah, definitely. I've cotton feels during a song, but like, uh, I, I, I think it just adds to it, you know? And it's like, mm -hmm. especially when you look out there and you've got, you know, all those people singing back with you and everything, it's just one of those, like, you just, I just that, those are the moments you kind of live for, you know? True. That, that, yeah. that, those are the moments that really make this job so damn special too. Yeah. But at the same time, there have been times where I have like gotten lost or like just thought about too hard on that line or something like that, you know? Oh yeah. Um, and, or just like, for whatever reason, got off track and I'll just like, look at a couple of fans and like where they're singing. And then I'm like, Oh yeah. Oh, okay. That's the word. Okay, cool. And then I'm like being able to hop back on track, but you know, if like it's like a ball bouncing on the yeah. word, some, sometimes it'll fall off, you know, make sure you don't look at the fan that's mouthing the words, but they actually don't Just know does it. it. That's that my shit favorite. Is happened. That shit is I happened. love it when I'm like in mid rap and someone will be looking at me doing the rap with me. And I'm just could tell I'm like, you do not know you the know. words at all. Overgrown, <laughs> and then when they're just moving their mouth around, I love it. I and then they see you nothing. see them and they're like, Oh shit. <laughs> I would love nothing more than to just be able to like get audio of those after. So you can listen oh, to what dude. they're saying. That would be God, so like, great. Oh, and it's oh. like, I can't say that I've never been guilty of in the car singing along and just totally wrong lyrics. Like, whatever. Majority of my life. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anything else? Our homie Keeb coming in through with the real serious, important question. Keeb? Yep. Wait, Scat Master? Scat Master Keeb. Wow. 
coming in tough with tenders, nuggets, or boneless wings? Wait, what? Pick one. With tenders, nuggets, nuggets, or boneless wings? I can't have bone and wings. Apparently not. He's just going for the Damn. boneless. Tenders, nuggets, or boneless. I'm, I'm gonna go probably. nuggets. I'm gonna go tenders probably because it's more chicken. I'm a tender boy. He is. I mean, he wrote a song for it. So um, I don't know. I just feel like tender tenders would be the most actual real chicken out of those three. Like very what's a true. What's a nugget? Very true. I'll tell you what a nugget is. A nugget is chicken paste. And yeah. a boneless wing is an oversized chicken paste nugget. <laughs> I think that's good math. I think right? that checks out. Yeah. A, a tender is just a sliver of a chicken breast. Yeah. Breaded. Breaded and fried. Deep fried. That's it. So I'd probably go tendy. So I'm going to go nuggets. All right. <laughs> <laughs> right in the middle. I just love nuggets. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Luke. Go ahead and ask the other one. All right. From Lara Fola, what would you tell someone who's stuck in the middle of writing a song? Don't stress about it. Honestly, like walk away. There's no deadline. Just just put it down for a bit and then yeah. even just start a new song. Start yeah. another one. Work on something else. You know, Dr. And Dre, he he he'll pull up a song and put it on the on the board and just chip away at it for forever. For months, sometimes, you know, weeks, whatever. But he'll just do a little bit there, a little bit then, walk away from it, live life, yep. come back. How's it sound? You know? Yeah. That's a good way. Um, yeah, I learned that on the very first album we did. Uh, and we would sit there for, honestly, I think the one that, that broke me and made me just be like, I will never do that again is uh it was morning light we worked on that song for so long and we worked on that chorus for so long and we did 10 different choruses over and every day and we were just non-stop on it and by the end i was just like oh my god <laughs> Why <did you laughs> like <do> that? <laughs> what the fuck dude like and it's just now we've learned we're like hey if we're stuck on it take a break Let's work yeah. on something else, you know? Um, if you're continually stuck on the same thing for yeah, a while on end, Take a break. Maybe it's not, maybe it's the idea. Maybe it's, yeah. it's okay to just do something new. You know how many yeah. songs like I've started where just after doing that, going like, you know what? This isn't it. It's just, it isn't it. Yeah. It's not it. I'm just going to write something new. Yeah. Close maybe there's one cool, maybe there's one really cool thing about that yeah. idea that you like, and that's why you're hanging on. Maybe you just need to look back and go, you know what? This one part is cool. I'm just going to scrap everything else and restart with this cool thing yeah. and just restart. You know, I don't know many different things you can do, but I would say, don't stress it. Like you can't, you can't sit there and go, ah, it's like, that's not the yeah. way it's supposed to be. Yeah. No one ever did that. It's just like tearing their hair out with the, pen and the paper and just going like, I got it. I got the big chorus. That's going to change my life now. Like just, <laughs> it, ain't, it ain't how it works, you know, let it come to you. Yeah. All right. Man, these are some good questions this episode. Yeah. I'm into these. These are fun. We got, more? We got? We got, uh, I got another more? one from sassy. Lil R. What is each of your favorite song from the other ones band? 
Oh, ooh, that's good. Juicy. Um, I'll tell you right now, my favorite one, and it's and it's when you do it acoustically, it's my favorite too. Is um, light on. Good man. That's the name of it. That's the name of it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's my favorite. I love that song. I God fucking love you, that track. Um, you're a family man. You love your parents. You know what's up. Yeah, that, that, it hits home on many different levels for all of yeah. us. Um, I would. Jeez, okay, man. I'm put on the fucking spot. Um, oh God, what's my favorite Dirty Head song? Oh, that's scary. That's a- that's scary. Probably. Probably end of the world, and not just because I have anything to do with that. Like, take me yeah. out of that. I just yeah. think that it's like, it's just, I just love the way you guys sound on it. It's, it sounds so beautiful, you know. That's a big one. Yeah, that was a cool vibey track. It's just like the the like the the, the melodies of it and everything, and yeah. know, the harmonies sounds fucking good. Have you ever been like in in an interview or hanging out with somebody that's in a band or something and it comes up to where they're like, well, what's your favorite song from this band? You know, and you're just like, I don't I've even know to this band. Yeah. <laughs> what's well, your favorite blah, blah, blah song? You're like, uh, dude, you fuck. know, what that question always, <laughs> this is what always that that question always fucks me up when we're doing um, interviews for yeah. festivals. Yeah. Whenever I'm yeah. doing a radio, a radio interview and they're like, so you're coming in and playing Edge Fest this year at, you know, in Florida or whatever. Um, who are you so excited to see? And I'm like, oh, dude, I don't know any other band that's even playing. I yeah. haven't even looked. I haven't even looked like at the bands, flyer. You know? You're it's mid tour, like, oh, so you're not <laughs> thinking, oh, oh, we have a festival coming up. Who's on yeah. the lineup? You're just like, nope. it's another show. Sometimes totally. when we're on tour, I don't even know that the next day is a festival. I just like I'm yep. not even, I just know we have a show tomorrow yeah. at this place, and I wake up and I'm like, oh, it's a festival. The oh, tour okay. manager is like, oh yeah, no, you're only playing for 40 minutes today. It's a festival. Yeah, and you're like, oh cool, oh, okay. who's playing? Cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then you find out right then and there. Yeah, and then there's some bit like there are some festivals where like you go play like Riot Fest and you know exactly what oh, time yeah. it is. You've been looking up this shit for a minute. You're like, like I'm definitely I'm making go sure. This. Yeah, totally, totally. That's funny. What else? Anything else? Uh, Sheena Lynn. What is one core memory you hope your kids remember? One core memory that I hope my children remember. Um, that that we always just did a lot. Yeah. You know, like I just want them to know that, like you know, or remember that, like you know, they went places, they did things. There was always a lot of people around, and I don't know. I I like that because my shit was boring. I grew up in a fucking you know, small ass, little like whack ass, like suburb and like outside of a big city and there's never anything to do. And my parents always worked so hard to like give us, you know, whatever we had, you know, and, you know, I want to like make memories for my kids that they remember forever, you know, just of just doing a bunch of shit all the time, you know? Yeah. So that's why we try yeah. and just keep them busy, you know? That is good. No, definitely. Like, having my, my kids have already been able to travel to some rad places and have some cool, you know, memories and which is amazing, you know, and I, I love all yeah. that. But, um, you know what I would say, like when they were super young, when they were both young and they would like come out on stage after a show would be over and they would both kind of like, yeah, you know, be like, that's, I, I hope they remember that shit forever because that's pretty cool. Dude, I remember like they did it one time on like Red Rocks or something that was just insane, you know? Like it's like not a lot of 
four and six Nobody. runs, you know, or get to do that or four and two Hell runs no. or whatever, you know, like that's pretty cool. I wonder, I, I want to ask somebody who's been on stage, you know, when they were a baby, like we go ask like fucking Bob Marley's kid or something like, do yeah. you all remember being on stage? Like, yeah, I'm sure you can. That's a pretty good remembrance. That's yeah. a memory. I don't have a memory. Yeah. I don't think before like five or something, but I would remember something like that. I think. Yeah. 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 Hell yeah. Well, got a winner. Thank you guys so much. Congrats again to get them wet. Oh my God. It sounds so weird. Say that. It sounds so weird. (laughs) (laughs) Get them wet. Um, But yeah, we'll be back next week with another great American talent show. Yeah. Good one. And uh, other than that, shit. Hope you guys have a great week. See y'all next week. Keep sending in those great submissions. Peace. Meredith from Kyle Meredith with. After you check out the latest episode of my show, uh, be sure to check out some of our other great programs on the Consequence Podcast Network, including Standing BTS, a bi-weekly podcast covering all things BTS and ARMY, and The Opus, Consequence's original documentary podcast exploring legendary albums and their lasting legacies. So head to Consequence.net to listen to these podcasts and many great others.